Welcome back to Gripping Scripture from Prison to Pulpit. You guys are going to get the story today, uh, the beginning of Donnie Donut. I'm here with Jared Boyer of Premier Youth Community Center and his friend Bob Bob Curtis. Curtis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, today is the yeah. first I've met Bob, and Bob is actually uh, the direct result of uh, where where I'm at now, thanks to him in leading Jared to the Lord, and then Jared uh, becoming my light on my darkest day to reignite my flame and my passion in my relationship with the Lord. So. We're gonna give this over to Jared yeah, right now, yeah, and he's yeah, gonna yeah, he's yeah. gonna pick up where he was at the day we met. Yep, yep. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. But uh, so Bob, Bob is Bob was up in Rochester, right? To, to 20, 2015, 2016, we started Premier Fight Club at the Beaver Valley Bowl Building, and there was a guy walked in, name was Bob, and uh, it was. Just like he was, he was coming to, to box, man. I didn't think, I didn't think twice about it. Like he was coming to get some work, and um, come to find out later that, that Bob was like, like loved the Lord, you know. So he would go up there and he would pray for me while we do boxing. This is me before Christ, so I don't know if anybody, anybody that I, I don't talk. I talked about this a Bible study today that I don't even like. How many people do I hang out with that now? Now, like how, how many people do I see in my day to day, day to day that knew me before Jesus? So. People can't believe things that I've done <laughs> before Jesus. I know you know what I'm talking about. Right. So, but Bob will go up there and pray and pray for me, um, and I and I know for sure that it led to to set the chain of events off that led me to my spiritual father, led me to studying the Bible. Um, it just set it just set it in motion, man, because Bob loves Jesus. So yeah, that that's Bob, and I was telling Bob here about how I met you. So you guys have never met, right? Right. No. Until right now. Yep. Right now. So yep. I, there's not no better time to, to do it, right? We're <laughs> up in Premier. We just had a 6 a.m. Bible study. So 6, 6 a.m. Bible study on Friday. Yep. February 21st, 2020. Yep. I, I, when I'm reciting this date, I feel, I feel like Today's I'm- Today's 24th. Today's the 24th. It is the 24th. Yeah, today's the 24th. 21st. I said, <laughs> I said 24th. 24th. Uh, it's all good. Uh, I said, but when, <laughs> right I'm, when I'm reciting, yeah, right week. We're in the yeah, same I agree week. with you, so don't. Yeah. So I, I put, um, yeah, every time I recite dates, I think of you, bro, because you're just on with dates. So every time I say a date, I'm like, that's what Don, that's what Sean does, man. Yeah. You know, when you guys listen to, when, hey, Bob, when you listen to these, any of these, if you ever listen to these, sure, he'll, be, sure, he'll, be, he'll, be, he'll be saying all kinds of dates, bro. Oh, yeah. Well, he gosh, remembers gosh, dates. Gosh, it's yeah. like supernatural. Like, yeah. he remembers, like, when, gift. That yeah. was like yeah. yesterday. He, he remembers I when he stepped on it. Yeah. I shared with Justin at the time we started our podcast yesterday. So are you good at accounting? I was. I was actually. I haven't yet. I haven't been able to get into. I don't any got nothing to yet, account for. But seven years ago, to the to that minute, I was sitting in booking in Beaver County Jail. Wow. Getting ready to sit nine months for child support for my son that I now have full custody of for four years. Praise wow. God. But he and, got, he remembers and, an anthill that he stepped on like 30 years ago. He's like, like this dude the day is of crazy. The time, huh? Yeah, he's one of them guys. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I've been gifted with yeah. that, I guess. So. Yeah, he, 
Yeah, he's super, super gifted with it. That's so, awesome. So it was a Friday, February 20th, 21st, 21st, 21st. February 21st, 20, yeah, 2020, 2020 21. 20, yeah, 2020, 2020 was last year. Right, okay. right, B, okay. BC, like right this before. This was a year ago then. Yeah, yeah. right before. A little more, way, a year and a half ago. Yeah, way before. Oh. It was right before COVID, BC. In February. Yeah, yes. right before COVID. It was four degrees The 22nd, outside. look, 2-2-2, February 22nd, um, Deontay, the, the big heavyweight fight was happening with um, – Wilder Fury, Wild, Wilder yeah. Fury. Remember, yeah, I went to that. Remember yeah, I went to that's that. right. That's so right. I was getting ready to go to Vegas with my son uh, on the twenty second, right? But I was, I had, I was fasting. I was doing my twenty one day the fast. The ring was over there. You'd move the ring. Yeah, the ring. Yep, the stuff. ring was yeah, over that's there. Right. That's right. So I was doing my twenty one day fast, which I do. Like I fast from all social media and I fast from food. I made my bone broth. You know what I'm saying? Where I get all the sure. vegetables. If you guys seen me do a significant fast, that's what I do. I do bone broth. And um, maybe a smoothie or something, but there's no food. I don't eat right, nothing. Right, right. And I was just on a separate topic mm -hmm. of fasting. Like I was, I've never been so strong, spiritually enlightened, and like spirit, like the growth I encountered through fasting, um, is just crazy, man. It's just so crazy. It's crazy. So this was the 21st day of my fast. It was the last wow. day of my fast, and um, I was driving. I was a complete like by this time, like. I'm just so in tune with the Lord. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm seeing things. Like I'm seeing, seeing all kinds of stuff happening. Like not, I don't want to sound like I'm, like, like I'm, like, <laughs> you know, I was going delusional or nothing like that. But, but, um, but like I, in my, I would have dreams. I would wake up, like in such, in such a good place, in such a good place. I would pray with people, pray all day, see things change, like nonstop. So I'm on my way here for Bible study. <coughs> and I pull, I'm pulling, this another coincidence you'll catch a little bit later was I'm pulling into Dunkin' Donuts, right? <laughs> All right, there's a good, and, uh, and uh, it's like, yeah, it's like 5, 5.30. I get my order. I'm like, in, I'm like got my worship music on, and I'm a, just a mess with Jesus right now. I'm just like praying to God. I'm like, Lord, you, I'm like, Lord, show me what you want me to do. I was like, I want to, I want to, I want you to use me. Like, I'm just screaming out to, to God in my car. Um, like, and it's just a culmination of, of all my, uh, you know, my, my pain and my, my growth and like things, you Stuff. know, and I'm just like, Lord, like, what do you want me to do? How are you going to use me today? It's the last day of my fast. I'm like, I want to see, and my mind is hard. It said like, I need to see you show up today. I need miracles. Right. Cause I, and I'm going to Vegas in a couple of days. It's like, no, I'm just, playing. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, um, so yeah, so I pull, so I get my stuff. And I'm pulling, I'm going to pull out of Dunkin' Donuts and I'll equip, I don't know if anybody knows what that looks like, but <coughs> pulling out of Dunkin' Donuts, when you're pulling out of the drive-thru, if you make that very first, like go around the bend and you make the right, like you always want to pull out of the, the one way, the wrong way, Bob, you know what I'm saying? If you go to Dunkin' Donuts and I'll equip and you're going around, like it's just weird the way that it's set up. Like, I don't know how, how like if I keep going, I make a right, I go out the wrong way, right? So I was right there. I had my lights off. I was going out, out the wrong way. And I'm screaming to God in, in that moment. I'm like, use me. Show me what you want me to do. And at that, at the, like I realized I was about to pull out onto the road. So I like turned my lights on and hit the brakes because <laughs> I was just in, in, a, in a zone, you know. Turn my, I hit my brakes, turned my lights on, and I almost run this guy over. Wow. Almost ran him over. Like I was like so close to him and he was he was in such another zone he didn't even realize i just almost hit him because he had a hoodie on 
he was carrying a gas can and he was just walking he like i was like oh i was like that's jesus i was divine like appointment. a divine sign yep that's and i, right, I almost right. like if i didn't turn my lights on him my brakes right then i would have just like plowed right in yeah i would have plowed right into him for sure so god but hit I, your life he was thinking about your life too man yeah and at that moment right at that i was actually praying wow i was but i was also cursing god at the same time sure sure i was i was i believe at that point i was literally at the proverbial fork in the road mm -hmm. it was either i was going to go right and follow jesus or i was going to go left and i was checking out because i was on my way back to my truck to put that gas in my truck and drive my truck off the Embridge Island Quipper Bridge. Oh, my. And the reason for that was, was on February 12th, well, January 28th, my son's maternal grandmother, who raised him, who I ended up getting full custody from, she lost her battle with addiction, and I had to take my son out to say goodbye, and her service was on February 8th. She passed the same day, 24 years, to the day that my grandfather passed. And my grandfather passed right after the Steelers lost the Super Bowl to the Cowboys. Wow. I told you this guy's and, a nut with dates. Right? So, yeah, I see that. <laughs> yeah. So, I reached out to my landlord on the 6th when my rent was due. I left a message and said, hey, I'm going to pay my rent on my next check. I have to take, I have, we have to rent a car to take my son to say go, goodbye. Mm -hmm. February 12th, my mom went into a coma. Okay. She had double-sided pneumonia, uh, bronchitis, influenza B, a severe strep infection, and an unknown upper respiratory infection. My mom has emphysema, COPD, and she's an asthmatic. She went into that coma. We drove out and I ended up getting sick while I was out at the hospital. And we come home and on Valentine's Day, I was literally in bed that entire weekend. And Sunday afternoon, uh, the 16th of February, my wife come up and she said, Sean, it's really cold downstairs. So I went down and I looked at the thermostat. I took a picture of it. It was 46 degrees inside my house. The furnace broke, the blower quit working. So we went and uh, got some extra blankets from my wife's mom. And on Monday, it was President's Day, the 17th, at noon, my landlord, who owned the car dealership across the street, was in and I didn't have an emergency contact number for him. The only phone number I had was for the dealership. So I go over there at noon and being that I'm sick and this was before the whole pandemic, I had my face covered because I was sick <laughs> because that's, that's the right yeah, thing yeah, to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he says, you're one of them guys I'm gonna have to chase every month for my money. No, we just signed a one year lease in December January rent was paid on time and when we got our income tax we were going to pay our rent for the year that way we didn't have to worry about it and he said I'll fix the heat when I get my rent money 
I said, I pulled my shirt down over my face and I said, you mean to tell me you're not gonna put no effing heat in my house? I've got six kids in there. He opened up his desk drawer and pulled a gun on me. And he told me, that's right. And if you wanna get crazy, I got this right here to get your sick ass out of my building. Mm. I said, you're gonna pull a gun on me because I'm trying to get heat in my house? Turn around, I walk out, I called my mother-in-law. Because I'm, I'm in shock. Yeah, shock, just like you don't encounter I mean, something. I'm, I'm here trying to get heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're gonna pull a gun on me over $875 that you're gonna get in five days, four days. I get paid Friday. So my mother-in-law told me to call the police. I called the police. The chief, the corporal, and another officer come up. I told them what happened. They went over, they talked to him. They come back out and they say, oh, he said he didn't pull a gun. He just told you he had one in his desk. Mm -hmm. I said he's full of crap. And oh. I described the gun. Mm -hmm. They went back in and found exactly what I said, where I said. There was one in the chamber and the safety was off. His finger would have slipped, he would have shot me because I was trying to get heat. Mm -hmm. so all these things him, adding up. They told him he had two options, make accommodations or fix the furnace. And he told me he could add a furnace guy there in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. they, they confiscated the gun, they charged him. Uh, he refused to fix anything. Mm -hmm. Code enforcement showed up at eight o'clock the next morning, did a tour of the house and they condemned it. Mm -hmm. They put me, my wife and all six of our kids on the street. So I overdrafted my bank account and put us up at the Quality Inn or the Comfort Inn in Manaka for at least a week until I got my next check mm -hmm. to try and figure something out. Now that's, that in itself is a spot to be in there with six kids, you know? Man, and just go through all that's some traumatic stuff, like extreme, like very quickly. You know for, what I'm saying? From 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 your son's like um your son's mom. Man, that's a lot of loss real quick. Your your mom being in a coma, then then losing like all all that, man. Like I that's that's a lot at once. We had to surrender uh our puppy who his name was Dash. He was ten months old. We had gotten him for uh our daughter and my oldest son that I had got custody of. He was a birthday present for them. We had to surrender him to the main society and had to pay $60 to surrender him because we couldn't take him to the hotel with mm -hmm. us. And one Friday morning, I made my mind up that I was gonna cash in on my life insurance policy. She must have felt like at the bottom. I've been Wow. I'd been in those places before uh -huh. by myself. Uh -huh. And I didn't have to worry about providing for mm -hmm. anybody else. Right, right, right. So I was being selfless. Mm -hmm. Selfless for the first time. And I heard, yo, bro, 
you need some help? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I look just like I do right now. Never forget it. I was wearing gray sweatpants, mm-hmm. gray hoodie. I had my Patriots beanie on, my hat, my hood was up. It's February 20, bro. It was like it minus was, 20 it degrees. It was 4 yeah, degrees was with a real feel of minus 13. Yeah, it was like freezing outside. At man. this point, I was, I was working. I delivered three paper routes. I worked from midnight to 5 a.m., delivered the papers. My wife would go with me some nights. I would drop her off at home, and then I would go to my job in Leedsdale, and I would work until 7 mm-hmm. or 8 o'clock at night without taking a break throughout mm-hmm. the day. Mm-hmm. For, for the month, for the year of 2019, I made more than the foreman did because of how much overtime I worked because I had a family at home that I needed to provide for Mm -hmm. and I had fines that I had to pay. You ran out of, and you just ran out of, you ran out of gas that morning. I I imagine all the the stuff on your, you had all that stuff on your mind. Like gas was probably like the last thing on your mind. You were just like, I'll make it, man. You know what I'm saying? You're just in I'll make it mode, like all the way around. I got two gallons of gas. That was all I got. I got enough to make it from Hopewell to Aliquippa. Yeah, so I pull out. I almost hit him, and he's walking around. I just pulled up on him, and I was like, (laughs) I was like, yo, bro. He said, my, he said, my face, my, I had, there was no street lights on. Tell him no street lights. There was no lights. I could, the he only thing I could face. see was his face and it was lit up. Like I had, it cause was. I had my phone, my phone screen on. It was dark outside and all the street lights were off. So I imagine he was, I was like fasting too. I was on my, my peak of my fast. Man. I was glowing. glowing. I looked like, he's like, I thought I seen an angel. <laughs> Jesus worked right through you. Right. He did. Because it was oh, at that no, point no doubt. that my, no doubt. my, awful, my torch my light went out mm-hmm. and God was Jared right. pulled right up that's the Lord and said yo I Spark. wish people listening to this could see the emotion on mm-hmm. your face right now the tears and the pain and how Jesus worked through Jared to love you where you were at mm-hmm. he you let know. me when I got in his truck you know when he asked if I needed a ride at that point I looked up I took a deep breath. You were cursing and pray, praying to God at the same time. And I time looked at him and I said, yes. Amen. It was at that point that I made a choice to take a chance. And I hopped in the truck with Jared and we got lost driving up <laughs> two blocks. No, it, 20, took us, 20 it took minutes. us almost 20 minutes. I got and lost for twenty minutes in, a, in two blocks, like for twenty minutes. In we were, up there, we were just you know in, in, in my hood, just in listen. Up, yeah. right up by Burger King. I was like, a, I was, an appointment, man. Yeah, an appointment. And I emotionally vomited, vomited all this on him. And when we got back to my truck, he says, "Bro," he says, "Can I say a prayer with you right now?" Sweet. And that's great. That's I said, you know what? That'd be great. <laughs> wow. And we prayed. He handed me a card. I put that gas in the truck. He drove off. I drove a different way to work. Mm. Then I stopped and got more gas. Mm. 
I went to work and at our first break at 9.30, when everybody takes a break, I worked through my break. I went into my pocket to pull my phone out to put on some music and Jared's card fell out. I looked at that, I called him and I asked about coming up to talk with him a little more. So he invited me up. So I come up and we talked a little bit more Mm -hmm. about further back in my life. Sure. And it was just, it was divine. Yeah. And then I started to trust in, in God. And on mm-hmm. April 24th, I rededicated my life to Jesus. COVID happened very shortly after we met right yeah. there, right after that moment. Like yep. stuff started shutting down. My, mom, my mom's in a coma on the other side of the state. I can't be there because I'm trying to make sure my family's okay. Right. My sister, who lost her dad five years prior to the day, of our mom going into a coma, her and my aunt were there dealing with that. And I wasn't there. And I feel that they hold that against me Mm -hmm. because I wasn't there when they, they needed me the most for my mom. But I, I fully believe that I was doing the right thing by making sure my family was safe. Mm-hmm. I knew that them and their families were safe, mm-hmm. and I knew my mom was safe it's, because they were there. Yeah, it's like that thing you always see, man. When I mean, when you start following the Lord, like those hard things happen, man. And like people you love, oh, yeah, people. Yeah. We talked about that today. It's like yeah. with this exile, talking about exile. Yeah, that's like right. Sometimes your your family and your friends are like they like you. You get exiled. You choose one way over another way. Like you had to, you had, you had to provide for your family. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And like that would have. That's what what you have to have to do. That's but right I mean, but God just will separate like the things that like, like how you define family. That's what happened in my life. Was like. Um, I had a, to a family, a blood family, and I had a family in Jesus. You know what I'm saying? So God, yeah. God just started doing that, man. I had last week. I had my final revelation to of what it was that that one thing that was holding me back from being able to fully accept Christ's love. And mm-hmm. that was the fear of trust, mm-hmm. because trust, trust was something that, mm-hmm. that I, I, wow. I, I never felt that I had growing up. Right. God's gonna give, keep give he'll, he'll keep giving us that last so, revelation that we need. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, what yeah. it was was, I started with the stealing when I was young, seven, eight years old. I was stealing money to buy books and yeah. stuff from the book fair yeah, at school. Poverty mindset. Yeah. So immediately. Those around me already don't trust me. Mm-hmm. And it's taken me 40 years to understand mm-hmm. that them trusting me then had no bearing because the only trust that matters is the trust of God. Mm-hmm. That's right. And God trusts me to make every right decision. Whether I made the right decision or not, He still trusted trust that I would. Yes. Mm-hmm. And 
He loves you. All my life, I was surrounded by all the negativity yeah. of you won't, you can't, you shouldn't, you won't, you're this, you're that. And I and I listened to it for so go. long, I believed it. Sure. And then by the lie. When when I figured it was time to make that change, mm -hmm. October eighteenth of two thousand twelve, when I walked out of SCI Greensburg. I came to Beaver County in February of 2013 to start anew, mm -hmm. and that's exactly what I've done. The people that I've surrounded myself have not told me, you can't. Mm -hmm. Everybody I've come in contact with has told me, I can. Mm -hmm. You will. God set something in and, motion through 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 the, a very hard thing, right? Yep. So when I see your passion, it's like, who am I to tell you what to do and what not to do? Because... There's power. God uses. There's power in pain, man. Like your passion comes from somewhere. Sure, sure. It's coming from somewhere. It doesn't just. <laughs> it doesn't come from nowhere. Bob, what do you for think? Every, well, for every for every no you, you get. For every no, you're gonna get more no's in your life than you're gonna get yeses. Absolutely. But Absolutely. You yeah. never know when that yes is gonna come. You just gotta remain faithful mm -hmm. and have so, hope. Yeah, we got that. That next that that next answer is gonna be a yes. So and when you get that, yes, it's yeah. on. Bob, what do you think about that whole story? I, I think, well, first off, it's amazing. I think that God definitely takes the bottom parts of our life and uh -huh. starts us there. It's like rebuilding a building. you got to tear down the old stuff first. Uh -huh. And that's really hard. He did that with you, brought you to the bottom. But then with you at the bottom, he leaves you alone. He put Jared there at that point when yep. you, were gonna, you were at the bottom. You'd already made up your mind. It was done. God says, no, 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 no. You know what? I got a brother down there, Jared, that loves me. Uh, and I love Sean, right? His name's yep, Sean. Yep. I think I actually remember me. I don't know. We did some fasting together during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Were you on, uh, did you do any Zoom meetings with him? Were we fasting? Um, I'm not sure if I did any of the Zoom okay, meetings. Okay, I, I don't know if you did. I that because was I, he was fasting with me, too. And we'll go into that another time. Some of the okay. things I learned through that. Like uh, speaking in tongues and praising God. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit, which... Oh, that's a whole different event. We'll go into that sometime. That's another but, topic. Oh, yeah. I never, heard Bob, you, I never heard Bob say that. It's another topic. He usually wraps it right into it. You were at the bottom. God said, no, 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 no. You're, you're not alone, I, I, and I love you. So he put Jared. He physically manifested Jared at that time, hmm. orchestrated everything together for that divine appointment so that your life was saved. And not only was it saved, but God gave you a new spirit through that. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you hit the bottom, man. And you weren't alone. God didn't leave you there alone. Five years to the day that I maxed out my state parole, May 12th of 2015, wow. May 12th of 2020, unplanned, was my first day at college. My major, leadership and ministry mm -hmm. at Grace great. Christian University. So I founded the Donnie Donut Project in May, introduced Jared. He was that's the first what this to meet is? him. This right now, this is gripping scripture. This is my ministry. Oh, so, so the donuts, I get it now, because you're Dunkin', Dunkin Donuts, donuts uh -huh. and that's Donnie where God donut. saved you, so yeah. that's where the ministry starts. Yep. That's, Donnie. that's great. And my man. donut was created at a local bakery at Max. JW uh -huh. created the Donnie Donut, which is a blueberry cream-filled Long John. <laughs> and then there's also a cherry cream-filled, and there's also a strawberry cream-filled as well. Mm. That's great. Donnie Donut. And, 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 it, all, and it happened at Dunkin' Donuts. Well, like, gentlemen, we've been talking almost yeah. a half hour. I got to get moving. We're gonna yeah. wrap this up but, here. Uh, yeah, this is great. And uh, 
we'll definitely we'll sit down and we'll here, we'll man. do another we'll do another podcast another time. Sounds great. Yeah. So How about uh, that testimony, man. That is that's powerful, man. That's, 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 <laughs> let's see. So you know what? You wouldn't have a testimony without the test. Uh-huh. So right. you passed the test. <laughs> right. He gave you a testimony. Yeah. If it was all peaches and cream or donuts, we wouldn't eat God. Uh-huh. Well, so we wouldn't eat I need a, right. I need a grip in scripture of the day, so why don't we go with what's on the back of my shirt? What I, is I'll it? spin it around. How about you read it for us, Bob? Yeah, all right. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in the future. And that's Jeremiah 29, verse 11. Amen. That fits Amen. the day perfect, man. Everything worked together. Amen. That's a motivation for today. Hey, Jerry, I'm ready to get it. Hang with you, man. Yeah. Thank you guys All for right, joining us. And stay tuned for more coming from Grip and Scripture from Prison to Pulpit.